Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Coming up on today's wrestling news, an AEW wrestler quietly leaves. Vince McMahon is selling 700 odd million in WWE stock. WWE SmackDown could leave Friday night. And the CW wanted ROH before NXT. Ooh. I'm Adam Wilborn. I'm Michael Hamflet. And this is the news. It is, and we start not with WWE and all CW and all those ongoings, but with AEW, where there is a going rather than a coming. It's mm. the uh, the bunny has uh, very quietly left AEW. This has come through, confirmed by PW Insider's Mike Johnson. Um, although it was spotted by some people on social media yes. who were uploading the AEW roster page where the bunny would normally sit between Britt Baker and the rest of the women's roster, and she had just been quietly sort of taken away from there. Uh, the bunny, who was Ali on the independent scenes and in TNA and Impact Wrestling was in AW Original. She came in at the company in yeah. 2019, um, initially as Ali and then as the bunny with the Butcher and the Blade when they were well, NJS mercenaries and then mm-hmm. she was in and out of that stable. She's been a popular figure in the women's division. She uh, famously outdrew Roman Reigns as a television character, which I know still sticks in you right yeah. there. Uh, had a, like, Dated QT Marshall for a while in storyline. Yeah, we don't need to talk That's about that. He's married. One of QT's 15 storylines that we really <laughs> like to watch. Look, yeah, she's had like quite a remarkable AEW run for a woman that was never really properly in AEW women's title contention. Yeah. Uh, a woman that was often cast more as a manager figure than a wrestler herself. There's a couple of cult classics in there. And yeah, comes to the end of a, a four-year deal with the company uh, as I guess like we come around now for the anniversaries of, of course, some of the, a lot yeah. of these original contracts that might have re-signed for two years. Anyway, yes, the bunny uh, quietly leaves AEW and we wait to see what Ali or Cherry Bomber, she might also go by from her old days, does next. I wouldn't be surprised if WWE signs her, you know. Mm-hmm. I think she's, a, she's got real potential there. Uh, she showcased it a great deal. She's just bled all over the place, of course. Yeah, yeah. No, commitment to the cause, fair play. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I sense she's not gonna. She's certainly not gonna struggle for work. It's, I'm genuinely surprised that AW haven't just re-signed her. To be honest, I know um, they are like they could always do with the utility players, yeah. especially in the women's division. Great baby face, like really cool working heel as well as you say. Like some of those bloodbaths there, like left genuine memories in a division that hasn't always had the mm. opportunity to do so. So yeah. Uh, you know, you can't say good luck to the bunny with all her future endeavours because John Laurinaitis <laughs> killed that in the 2000s, but genuinely, all the best whatever she does next. And if John Laurinaitis was still there, he'd be like, well, we already had the bunny. It's yeah. not a Rose's stable. There's your stuff in a bin bag. Off. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's move over oh, to Vince McMahon, oh. who's selling $713 million of WWE stock. Yeah. Um, apparently, yeah, he intends to sell 8.4 million shares in TKO Holdings Group. Um... 
approximately 30% of his total Class A common stock, uh, which equates to around $713 million. Uh, apparently, R. Emanuel, the TKO CEO, and COO Mark Shapiro are seeking to buy a million dollars of McMahon's stock. Other directors uh, will pursue approximately $850,000 worth. Um, TKO uh, Group Holdings itself will then buy around $100 million back from Vince. There's still a lot there. Yeah. Um, it really intriguing to see how things have developed with, with Vince because it felt like, not at the start of this year, but midway through, mm. that he just wormed his way back in. Obviously, he sort of, he did a coup effectively to get back into yeah. power and said, if you don't reinstate me, uh, despite all the uh, allegations surrounding me, if you don't reinstate me, there's going to be no sale of WWE and it will just sort of rot effectively. Mm. Then we got the big merger, obviously, uh, Endeavour, UFC, the now TKO Holdings Group, and it felt like Ari Emanuel, big fan of Vince, was going to sort of just reinstate him in there. Yeah. And he said, oh, yeah, no, don't worry, I'm not going to be involved in creative. Then you could definitely sense the parts of creative he was involved in. Mm -hmm. And slowly, he appears to have been pushed out, and now he's selling hundreds of millions of dollars worth of stock. Yeah, my uh, eight-year-old has asked for a hoverboard for Christmas. Do you think Declan Roman has asked for a shoot one? And that's what, like, all that money's going to go to. Like, he's got to buy his grandson. I've been like. watching Back to the Future, and yeah. it looks pretty good to me. Banya, make me a real one. I want a real one. <laughs> um, yeah, like you say, intriguing about what happens next to Vince Man. I say funny. Uh, the more he's uh, on the outs with WWE as a wrestling fan, um, I imagine everybody can kind of agree is better for yeah. all of us. Um, look, the last time, well, not the last time, but one of the significant times he took money um, in shares out of business was to relaunch the XFL. So under the, what was it called? Alpha Entertainment or something? Oof, yeah. Anyway, like that's all dead. Like many of his endeavours that aren't to do with pro wrestling. And now, thankfully, his main one. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it does make me a little bit suspicious that he's cooking something up. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of money to want to find all of a sudden. And as you've said, Ariel Emanuel has kind of taken a look and seen him Correctly, more as a risk than yeah. a benefit. So yeah, we reported uh, on his risk status earlier on this week. Yeah, I'm kind of concerned about what that mustache twirling supervillain will do next. Two things. I saw two very weird takes on uh, X about this last night. Uh, number one, I never understand people celebrating other companies slash people making money. How that benefits anyone <laughs> yeah. whatsoever? Uh, <laughs> yeah, look, well, they've got a billion dollars now, so uh, that's good for me because um, th that showed you. Yeah, <laughs> but also. If he's not doing it to start another venture, if he's just been kind of forced out and they've told him, just can you cease all associations and sell your stock? The thing I take away from this, because as much as Vince has been like, oh, if you think this is going to be bad for him, I mean, how bad would you feel with $700 million? It's not about the money. Yeah. He's got money. Money doesn't make him happy. And he's going to be miserable with $700 million, which is a surreal status to be. Man uh, doesn't like having a boss, does he? He wants some power back. If he wants to get rid of some of that money, he knows where the What Culture address is. Yeah. Just post it in an envelope. Drop a super chat in one of our live Q&A podcasts. We won't answer it, you old prick. <laughs> v McMahon has submitted a super chat of $3 million. <laughs> Some answer his question, but thanks for the super chat. Actually, no, don't super chat it, because then we don't get it. Post it directly to me and yeah. him. Send cash, FAO, Awillborn. I'll be able to make it. I'll, I'll give you a cut of it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. $10. Yeah. Speaking of getting a get, cut. I'll get you a good Bruce. Shout out to the guys. Speaking of getting a cut. 
uh, as we know, um, SmackDown uh, will no longer be on Fox, but it will move in 2024. And there are constant conversations about where exactly in the schedule I'm scared. it might sit. As there is, to be fair, with um, Dynamite when those two TV yeah. rights come up, and Raw even, which was always considered this like permanent flagship. NXT's moved around Impact, I think, has had every day of the week. At this point, this does yeah. go on, you know, like TV shows do move. SmackDown itself has uh, moved a lot of times over I the years. That Monday for a TNA work well, though, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dave Meltzer from the Wrestling Observer uh, Radio recent broadcast has uh, come through to explain that it's not just about, obviously, when a show changes networks, that it could change days. It's also something to do with WWE's relationship with the UFC, the uh, you know Endeavor, the parent group, mm-hmm. the new TK Holden is looking very much to um, bring the brands together, together wherever it makes the most sense, and they believe they could be uh, as part of WWE and UFC weekenders. Um, these shows would take place on a Friday for WWE and UFC on a Saturday, and then again, WWE on the Monday. Mm-hmm which would create potentially a lot of changes. Obviously, WWE have previously in the past ran PLEs on a Saturday, so you've had the SmackDown leading into it and the Raw coming I love out. It. I love it right now. But um, if Saturday was to take UFC, the PLE might move to the Friday, which would mean where oh, God. does SmackDown live? Um, Meltzer also added that, quote, big site fees were the Endeavour motivation for this, noting that if the organisation is being paid to host major shows at certain site, they'll want to run PLEs, not tapings there, which, of course, mm. stands the reason when WWE has made such a success of these B-shows in all of these brand-new markets and all the money that we know they yeah. get from them as well. Uh, yeah, SmackDown will leave Fox um, for the USA Network, the home of all of WWE's other content apart from now NXT, starting 2024, um, as part of a $1.4 billion deal that came in September. Um, it'll be October 24, 2024 when it switches properly, but these WWE slash UFC weekenders, I guess, could come in at any time. Yeah, it could be intriguing to see what they do to, to establish this. A lot of speculation about movie nights, like you say. I saw some people even suggesting that you could have a, a situation where Raw and SmackDown move nights. As long as they don't move, <laughs> just in terms of, uh, very selfishly for our content schedule, you can swap them around. Yeah. I don't want any on the same night because then that means we have to get up at like 3 a.m. to review both shows. Very, again, very selfishly for us. I got us. very ill. We've got a real good system going right now. <laughs> Weekend's got a collision and PLEs. Mm-hmm. You've got Raw, then uh, the best show of the weekend, XT, then Dynamite, and then SmackDown on a Friday, of course. Um, yeah, I, I, I selfishly don't want it to move, but I can understand that they might want to do this. Uh, like you say, especially with their now relationship with the UFC and how that mm-hmm. all goes as a big UFC event this weekend. Good luck to Tom Aspinall, uh, Brit that is fighting oh, on that oh, card. Um, big fan of his, actually. And uh, yeah, it's... It's raw, it's, one for me, you know, it's raw. If raw goes. That'd be no, weird, wouldn't nothing it? Nothing sacred like at this point. I like, not that I mean, like, Monday Night Smackdown and Friday Night Raw works for me. But it would be weird. Feels like what somebody would Photoshop with the colours. Yeah, switch, yeah. Like, oh god, no! Don't change the colours. <laughs> I feel ill. Blue ropes on a Monday. What is this fresh hell? <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Right. Uh, we mentioned NXT there and moving off the USA Network, going to the CW, but some interesting developments being reported uh, by House of Wrestling regarding the CW wanting, well, wrestling before that. We know, obviously, they were sort of sniffing around the NWA and then they did that ill-advised spot. Great choice of words. Uh, that, we, uh, yeah, that we talked about on yesterday's news with doing a co-boy oh thing. <laughs> oh uh, but anyway, um, yeah, apparently they were um, intrigued by ROH and getting that on telly, mm-hmm. but uh, Tony Khan kind of knocked that one back. He decided against furthering talks. Uh, he didn't want to negotiate ROH's broadcasting situation until AEW's TV rights were up for a renegotiation in 2024 um, for the reason that he thought that uh, he would have more options available to him and greater leverage, which is kind of understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, no word as to whether that negotiation was taking place at the same, t- the same time as the NWA and NXT conversations. Obviously, ROH right now airs exclusively on their live streaming platform, Honor Club. But... It does feel like maybe Tony Khan missed a trick here. Yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? I know previously uh, we're kind of used to WWE trying to have as much muscle in these meetings as possible. Um, I have no doubt that WWE as a brand will be loyal to USA, um, but at the same time have taken Fox money in the past, have gone onto other networks when it suited them, left Raw left USA for TNN in like the height of the attitude era in the year two thousand. And like Tony Khan, to his credit, at the moment, obviously values the loyalty of the relationship he's got with WBD and other across TBS or across TNT. They've had all access. It does appear as if that relationship uh, works in terms of uh, what they've got right now. And we don't know what goes on in these negotiation rooms. Yeah. We don't know how vital that loyalty is to either side, really, to Tony Khan or to TNT, TBS. Look, AW is four years old. I can kind of understand this one. I'm sure, in hindsight, now that the NXT deal is done, and he looks and he has to wonder a little bit, like, what might have been. He'd obviously tried in the past to get Ring of Honor floated with yeah. a TNT or a TBS slot, and that didn't come alive. So, well, like, $35 million-odd they're doing a year for yeah. NXT now. Like, or they will do. He's probably going to be asking that question, 
but um, I can totally see where he's coming from with yeah. the, the dynamite and collision. Well, the collision deal, I guess, but the dynamite deal not done. Yeah. yeah that's the big one, isn't it? Like, they're going to yeah. get a huge increase from the. Like, dynamite's been a steal for its entire existence, basically. Yeah. So they're going to get a, a huge uplift, but at this time, you wonder if it's maybe just worth preserving that relationship mm. rather than chasing another network for. You know, the Ring of Honor's time might come. It might not. It really might not. Yeah. But it's time for television might one day come down the line. Maybe you don't bin off TV titles for no apparent reason. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have a rant on that on the podcast a, bit, a little bit later on today. Okay. And maybe actually in the Twitter questions in a second. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. obviously ecstatic for, for NXT uh, yeah. getting the TV deal. I know I just said about them making money doesn't affect me whatsoever. But nice to see our baby being rewarded. And it basically gets the same ratings as uh, Dynamite nowadays. So yeah, it's been through uh, <laughs> been, been through school, but definitely went through puberty. Oh boy! And now it's off to chase you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Also, we I sent I literally sent Michael Hamlet <laughs> a stacks tweet of the dark side of Chase U. Oh. If you're not involved watching NXT, sort your life out and start watching it because it's the best thing. Tune in Tuesdays. You can have that CW. Uh, right. <laughs> Let's move on to your Twitter questions at What Culture WWE on X. Uh, first question today comes from Kieran Quigg. Uh, a bit of a pitch for John Cena retirement match. Oh, okay. Well, you'd like this one. What do you think of a John Cena versus Randy Orton retirement match at WrestleMania 41 last time? I feel like they had a great rivalry. and should end it together if that's what they want to do due to Orton's injuries. I don't know. If I stay silent, the room will still be louder than it was when those two were positioned against that WrestleMania sign and that Royal Rumble that year, years after anybody wanted to watch that match. Huh? And we are 10 years removed from that. I just, some stats, a couple of stats, a couple of dates. Do a Saudi match if you want. A couple of dates, right? Uh, April 2002. Mm-hmm. Definitely the period, like WWE becomes WWE after the WWF change. And that, as much as anything else, was a lot of people being like, no, only the attitude era over. The good, the good times are over, right? Well, Tico. I think it's found more WWE didn't suck and it sucked and then it didn't suck no more. Yeah, t- 20 years of sucking then. Do you know when it didn't suck no more? When? July 2022, right? Now, Randy Orton debuted in April 2002 and he got injured, get well soon, Randy, in June 2022. I was asking questions, yeah? I don't think I want John Cena, I'll say this. <laughs> you, you, you can't even a bit on John Cena versus Randy Orton, can you? No. There's no version of that match. It was like, but this spot would be really funny. Yeah, no. I, I love them both. Uh, they've obviously been invaluable to WWE over the years, and they've had a historic rivalry. Uh, I do genuinely like the uh, video package to set up their Iron Man match. Mm-hmm. There's a song on there that just... Mm-hmm. The, the Iron Man match isn't bad. Like, it, maybe that's to kill it with fireworks. Yeah, maybe that's it. Like, just watch them for one hour, and then rather than watching the ten-minute matches that feel like an hour, yeah. at least there's a clock on it, and you know, look, when the six minutes is up, it'll definitely be over. If he loses, he leaves Raw. Cool, so he's winning then. <laughs> um, but I don't think that that should be either of them's retirement match. I think Cena may well put over Sokoa again. Ah, uh, possibly at WrestleMania 40 for the old, last time. Like John yeah. Cena versus The Rock at WrestleMania 40. Yeah. The thing with Randy Orton is, like, I, I welcome anybody to like give their fantasy booking and their dream opponents and stuff. But the internet cracked this years ago, didn't it? There is only one way for the legend oh, of Randy Orton to be killed, because you kill legends with an RKO, and it's time to kill myself. <laughs> RKO to himself. Farewell, Randy Orton. Robert Smith gives us our second question of the, the day. Cure. 
Simon Price's Ace of uh, Tequila came out today, so Robert Smith's probably celebrating yeah. the uh, resids he's going to get off that. <laughs> is ROH dead with Joe dropping the TV belt with a record reign? A lot of people talking about this yesterday. It was dead the day before. Like, no, it's, no, it's not dead. Um, it's just for... Like, sickos is a popular word at the moment, isn't it? Like, it's for anybody that wants to watch it, I suppose. Like, mm. it's, it's there on a club, it's not doing any harm. Um, doing great things for Athena. Yeah, like Athena and Billy, this, right, this is the thing. I think Athena and Billy Stark's story is worth checking out every single week, and I do, through Twitter. Uh, just like, and then through, if you're able to sort of, if somebody uploads a whole match or a whole yeah. sequence, you can find it there. Like, I'm not discouraging people from getting on a club, but this one storyline alone, like, it's nice that the breathing space exists on Ring of Honor. Yeah. Because they probably wouldn't get that time on a Dynamite or Collision. But I think otherwise, it just, I don't know, it's Schrodinger's Ring of Honor. Like, it's no longer infecting Dynamite in the way it used to, like, as a brand. So you can't be like, get it away, you're muddy in the waters. But equally, like, the people that do watch it aren't telling you to race over to it. There's this one story that has managed to leap off the page. The rest of it does not generate any headlines, any conversation. It's just a series of, of missteps from AEW with regards to, or Tony Khan or whoever, with regards to ROH. Like, the TV deal is one thing. Like you say, maybe that's understandable with longer term, when the AEW TV deal comes in, we go, oh, it makes a lot more sense now, and they've got ROH on wherever, yeah. right? That's one thing. Other thing, you and I have spoken about this, putting ROH titles on AEW stars, putting them on posters, and then never really having them show up to shows, and then drop the titles again. Well, what are you supposed to think of the brand? Books you know, were like, champs, and then they just weren't. Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to think of the shows, really? Like, uh, Eddie Kingston wins the belt at Grand Slam to get his big Yeah, moment. that was awesome. But then, like, the moment passes, and everybody says, that's not really what we wanted. Yeah. Just, it's, like, it's, it's nothing, it's, like... The Joe point want... was a real sort of microcosm of everything, wasn't it? Yeah. Because it's... he's fought for the world title before, whilst with holding a Ring of Honor title. Like, you know, Impact and TNA for... <laughs> MJF's world champion, holding a Ring of Honor title. Yeah. Like, Impact and TNA existed for a lot of years, and does now, I suppose, where a network owns it and protects it and looks after it. And that's kind of what Tony Khan is doing with Ring mm. of Honor. It gives lots of wrestlers lots of work, I would assume. That's no bad thing. But if you're a Ring of Honor diehard, if those letters mean something to you, like, this version doesn't look like several of the prior versions of the brand. So, right. I you know, there'll be a tiny hardcore Honor Club, and they won't want it to go. I so just I wish there was know. someone who, you know, fought for the TV title previously, who, you know, is back wrestling, was going to fight for it again and got injured, um, who could have, you know, taken it off Joe. I can't think of... Oh, yeah, Mark Briscoe. Win the tournament, Mark. But the tournament's too, too late now. Now it's just like, oh, a bit of tin, get rid of that. Do they just need a alcoholic book in? Just give him a bail and beat everybody. Or, or at the bare minimum, just have Keith Lee beat Joe. I know it undercuts Joe's thing. Undercut Keith Lee more. I don't know, but there was, I think there was a better way of doing it, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, there was. Uh, right, final question today. Uh, say from AJ Davies says, "Good evening to the legends of what culture, Adam Wilborn and Andy Murray." We didn't know you were going to be here. No, that's fine. It's you count. Thanks, AJ. Uh, following up with my devil mask question last week, and in memory of Wacky Fridays, <laughs> who's in the devil mask? Wrong answers only. Plus two from the box. Oh, so the no, box. go on the box. But who's not? Definitely not the devil. Then uh, well, who would be funny for it to be? Paul White. There was all, when the you first saw the devil's body, it was like, well, that can't be MJF, that's not MJF's body. Well, like, <laughs> and his henchmen are Kenny Maker, Chris Jericho, and Korobushi. Yeah. And we just see them next week, and why is uh, that one in the dead? Oh, God. I'm going to go Sting. 
His retirement's all a swerve. He's yeah. just uh, decided to transition. Stings no more, but the devil's here. The face paint has changed so subtly you've not noticed that it's just shifted into the devil. Or her Danhausen. Oh, that was <laughs> Devilhausen. Okay, they might do that. Right. Who do you think they, right now, who do you think the, the devil is? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll flip between, like, genuinely, I go between Jack Perry and Britt Baker. Hmm. That's where I just, don't know. Uh, but I like a brief it. period where you thought it was Callus as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Don, I kind of moved away from that one, but Don Callus was my hot tip for a bit. I only go Adam Cole. Yeah. I think this is fun, but I not like the devil, I like the devil. But this is the actual this one, This is right? the actual one. Oh. Thanks, AJ, for this. Okay. Ooh. Again, I don't know if this checks out with the uh, the body, the initial physique, because I've got Jose the assistant. And I think you'd know <laughs> in one of them tight-fitting sweaters if it was Jose the assistant. I've got a um, Penta, and I think Penta wouldn't have been able to resist doing that yeah. and give it away. And, like, there'd be no good because somebody would rip his mask off straight away. So... One more. One more. Love this. Love this. Yeah. What a vibe. Friday, innit? Bollocks to it. Who cares? Ah, oh, he's addicted to pain. It's Adam Copeland, the rated R Devil star. What's going on with him? Uh, he's wrestling. I know what he, what's going on with him. Oh, <laughs> what is going on with him? Yeah, he's just, just Here him. he is. Uh, we're not going to use him for a bit. It's a Just a Guy show at the moment. He's become Just a Guy. I don't want to change it. We'll get better again. I don't want that one. Okay. Pick a different one because it was Swerve and he's doing great work. Yeah, yeah. By himself. Kip Sabian, there you go. Box on his head, don't Ma mask on his face. Mask on his face. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, what was it? Underrated, overrated? Yes. Maybe the, maybe the it was the surface of the youth, mm. and now he's gone under it into hell. Who lives in hell? The devil. <laughs> tick, 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 I think. Job done. More or less uh, on SmackDown preview. Let us know your thoughts on that. And by the way, let us know when SmackDown would be best for you to be on telly in the yeah. comment section <laughs> below. And uh, whilst you're doing all that, check out this video. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.